0: Welcome to the Leadership Zone. I'm your host, Sheila Walsh, Leadership Development Specialist, Coach, and Researcher. Today's episode is about reflecting on the conversation I had with Dr. Kimberly. And while Dr. Kimberly was specifically talking about faculty and how faculty within universities may find themselves challenged with integrating, and in terms of considering what success is for them and how that changes over a lifetime, but also how that changes over the pursuit of our goals and achievements. When I walked away from the conversation, I became particularly aware of how that's actually true for most leaders and most people in organisations, that as time goes on and as experience change, that what success is and how it's achieved and what feels satisfying and what brings contentment and what feels purposeful can be wildly different. And this has made me think a little bit about the different life stages that I meet people in. So some of my clients are mid-career professionals who've attained quite a great deal of success, but they have their eye on a goal. Other clients are at the top of their game. They're as high as they can go in terms of organisational success or industry success but they want to improve how they're doing it. So their new level of success isn't based on getting higher. It's based on doing better, being more effective, more impactful, more of a leader that people can trust and relate to. And then I have this other smaller cohort of clients who are at the end of their careers, usually being highly successful, very motivated, very engaged in the work and the industry that they're in. And they may be either heading into retirement or starting to think about what their life might look like at the end of work. Because for a lot of the time, work was the goal or family was the goal. And they might have got to the stage where work and family are no longer the goal. There is something that's been achieved and they're thinking about how they want to spend the rest of their lives. But again, they're thinking about the impact that they want to have, the way they want to use their knowledge and their expertise. And I think it's really important when we're thinking about success and we're thinking about achievement and how we measure it, That we are aware of some of the internal stuff that happens. So there's a really good book by Dr Tony Humphreys about work and worth and in that book he describes that relationship between how I relate to work and how I gain value through work and how I manage my relationship with work based on some internal or historic experiences. But also I think it's really important to think about the fact that some definitions of success have been given to us. We've inherited them either from our industry, from our education, from our families. And that for some people, for many people, they haven't really unpacked what success looks like. And yesterday in a, a class that I was doing some lecturing in, we talked about how once you pay people enough money, it's like a basic economics theory, I think. Um, once you pay people enough money, they start to desire other compensation, like time, usually and uh, quality of life. And, It got me thinking about, depending on your background and the type of work that you do and the relationship you've had with money, how your relationship with success, will, especially in relationship to your work and things like that, will be very different because work may be a means to an end. Work may be a place where you express yourself or your craft. Work might be a place where you demonstrate your skill set and get some kind of prestigious acknowledgements work may be where you're developing a sense of worth and so you might go to work because that's where you feel useful and helpful and it makes you feel like an important person in the world. But also work can be where you are on, you're trying to achieve a purpose or you're trying to add value in some way. And I think that since Covid, I think that since AI, I think we're seeing a shift in relationships with work and What we're seeing is that people are considering if the exchange for time and effort and money and consequences to one's life are worth it anymore. And that hasn't really been considered before. That hasn't really been discussed. We also see that there's an increase in kind of like freelance approaches to work. Instead of working for someone, I do multiple pieces of work for multiple people and when i think about that in terms of leadership and my listeners and the conversations that i have with leaders every day people say define your own success and i get that i think this is a little bit deeper than that what i'm trying to say is yes define your own success but also be aware of what is influencing that definition of success so that you can see if that is the life you want to live after when we talk about defining success and we talk about work there's a quote that comes i think it's from a book And excuse me that I don't know the name, but it comes up about, you know, people on their deathbed never say, I wish I worked more. And I can understand that if your relationship to work was motivated by a means to an end or a commercial, like a financial need, or you just had to do what had to be done. But then I think about some people who actually work is something more to them. Work is a relationship and a way to express themselves. Work is a place where they add value to society in some way. And even those people I can find sometimes will get to a point where they realise that they've been adding value for maybe some unconscious motivations or unconscious needs. And that can become a little bit challenging for people. So I suppose the purpose of this reflection is while I spoke to Dr. Kimberly about faculty in particular, the relationship with success, how development and change can impact what's important to you. We know that major life tragedies or experiences can also change what you prioritize. So, we know that what we prioritize and what we deem as success is, is really subjective. What I don't think we always do is unpick the influencing factors to that decision and how that might then influence us, I guess, and influence whether we're actually chasing something that will result in contentment and a sense of achievement and a sense of. Time well spent, or whether it will be more externally motivated and it will give us maybe external credentials. It will have people approve of us, think that we're important, but not necessarily leave us with a sense of alignment with ourselves or with who we want to be in the world. And I think on that note, just a personal reflection grief came up yesterday because there's there's been a quite significant tragedy um, in Ireland recently. And also, grief has come up in a couple of other pieces of work because when leaders are the world they're experiencing grief, but also when organisations go through change they're also experiencing grief. And I think it's important to kind of think about the fact that grief changes what we think is important and how we approach our lives. For most people forms of grief, the grief of what could be not being, so being able to have a child, not being able to have a child, the grief of losing a loved one, actual death, the grief of not having the future you'd hoped for, That's a grief. The grief of finding out that the way you thought you would live, you're no longer going to live, is a grief. So that might be related to chronic illnesses or disabilities or finding out that you're going to that really you're probably not going to meet a partner. or You haven't met a partner yet. And previously, that was kind of set up in, in your view of the world or the grief that your marriage is ending. Like grief is occurring all day, every day in people's lives. The approval of your parents, maybe you finally find out you're not getting that or they have passed away and that's not available. Grief is inbuilt into how we understand what we're moving towards. And when we have a grief, it changes the structure of what we can achieve or experience and what we can have in our lives and maybe what we've lost or lose. And so when we're thinking about success and we're thinking about achievement, in my own life, I find that any griefs, whether it's grief because of a death of a loved one, or its grief of realizing that i'm not going to have certain experiences or that i have to have certain experiences i didn't want those griefs tend to get me to reevaluate life and i suppose my invitation to you as a listener is to think about what what could you reevaluate without those griefs so if you were to sit back today based on the conversation that we've had and you were to think about what success is for you and you were then to think about why you deem that as successful, or why that's the achievement you chase. And you were to think about the kind of person you want to be in the world, the kind of person you want people to experience. So not just what you've achieved, but if somebody talks about you when you're not there, what do you want them to have felt in your presence or to have experienced with you? I often get clients who are parents to do this in terms of thinking about how they want their kids to understand them or see them or feel in relation to to them, because that can help People to think about who they want to be in the world beyond what they want to achieve or what external kind of measures of success they're aiming for. And if you can think about that, what success is for you, what is influencing that, who you really want to be, how you really want people to feel, what it can do is it can get you to step back from the grind, from the pushing, from the forcing, from the chasing, from the trying to actually assess if what you're doing in the journey of trying to achieve something is giving you is letting you be yourself in the process. So a lot of people say, when I'm this way, I can be this way. Well, it's really important in your work and in your life that you think about, am I being the way I want to be in the pursuit of this achievement? Because if you're not, then it's very unlikely that's what people will remember or experience of you. They're more likely to experience who you are in the process of the achievement, because the achievement is a very small space and time. It's a very limited thing. The graduation, the award, public recognition it passes and yet who you were in achieving it who you are when you've achieved it who you are after the achievement all of those things are what people actually experience of you they are actually the majority of the journey is not those moments of success or achievement it is actually the journey to them the experience while you're there and the experience after and most of us think about who we are and how we're being in the world through the lens of what we need to achieve, and once we get there, who we can be. The reality is we are actually more of who we are in the pursuit of these things. We spend more time pursuing achievement and trying to be successful than actually the achievement or success in and of itself. And I just want to invite you to think about that, because talking with Dr. Kimberly really had me thinking about it in general, about faculty, staff, because I work with universities, but also in terms of some of the work I do, the development piece rather than training people change and and in changing, they have a different connection with themselves and with their values and with their desire to, of who they want to be in the world and the experiences that they want to have and also that they want to offer others. And this development can then leave people in a position where they're like, what do I do now? Maybe I've made decisions based on other influencing factors and not on some of my core desires, my core values, and maybe not based on who I want to be in the world, that I I'm, I'm holding off this this idea of myself until I achieve things. Well, we spend the majority of the time in the journey. And I don't want to be cliche by saying it, but we spend very little time achieving. And like one of my examples for that is I'm pursuing a PhD and and the PhD is the end result, right? I'll have a nightmare of a viva. I'll probably have loads of recorrections, and then somebody will award me the PhD, fingers crossed, hopefully. But actually that moment of that award is not the majority of the journey. The majority of the journey is the years into the development and the work. It's the upset, the frustration, the confusion, the loss, the self-learning, all of those things. And so I can say, oh, well, I'll be available to the world. I'll have a life after my PhD. Or I can say, I'm going to engage with my PhD as the journey that it is, see that every step is a valid part of the, the completion and that the completion isn't the dominant part. It is just a small part in the journey. And the same goes for a lot of people who are aiming for promotions. I often see clients who get the promotion and then they say to me, I'm not sure what to do with it here. <laughs> what do I do now that I'm not chasing? I'm not trying to prove something. How do I engage in a way that is that allows me to kind of thrive at this level? But because they haven't been thriving all along, they haven't been connecting to themselves or aligning, there's a bit of work to do to realign, to figure out how I even want to do this role. So if on any journey you are disconnecting from yourself. It is really important to realize that that is the majority of your life, that disconnection. So it's really important to actually work on being connected in the journey. The other point that's really important is you will develop skills in how you do things, not just in what you achieve. And if you see how you do things as just a mean to an end of achievement, then you're going to miss the opportunity for the skills development, which will make you ready for the new level, the new standard, the, the achievement, the experience, of success. And so, I suppose my reflection and my invitation is we should think more deeply about success, what we deem as success. Is it just those rare moments? Are we seeing as the journey to success and how we do that being as important as the outcome we create? Because that is actually the majority of our experience. That is actually going to dominate the narrative, the experience we have. It's not the moments we achieve, it's actually all of the moments as we journey towards that achievement, that success. And then little bit of legacy. What do you want to leave behind in the world? What impact do you want to to leave? And thinking about if you are living in the way that leaves that impact or if you are living in a way that is waiting until you achieve something to then complete that impact. I would love your thoughts. You can leave some comments below or you can contact me on any of the socials at at one You can also sign up for different links below, sign up for my leadership letters and stay in touch. But I would really, really love to hear from you. So do contact me on socials or pop me an email. Subscribe, like, do all of that stuff so that you get more of this. And tell me what you'd like me to discuss next or what guests you think I should have on. I'm picking guests based on who I think is interesting and what they've done that's interesting. But if there are particular guests or topics that you think would be great to unpack, please let me know. Because that's the most effective way for us to make sure that we're in a dialogue that isn't just between me and the guests or me my reflections of my work but also with you the listeners what are the things that would make your life easier and help you in your work let me know what those things are either publicly on the socials or privately by popping me an email thank you thank you for listening to the leadership zone we can continue this conversation over on twitter and my twitter handle is at sheila walsh one or at linkedin you'll find me under sheila walsh To book a free consultation to discuss your leadership needs or the leadership development needs of your organisation, simply visit my website www.sheelawalsh.com and book a free leadership consultation. I look forward to hearing from you.